The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! You think he's gone? He's not gone! That's the whole point! He's never gone! Is this some radical new therapy? You see? Well, I mustn't have been paying attention When you were just talking to me Do you think that you could repeat the question? And I listen more attentively Facebook is so slow Murphy just looks so comfortable. <clears throat> he has a very relaxed life. I'm trying here. Get there. I think I got it. <sighs> All right. Now we're two minutes late today, folks. It's Tom Neely. All right, so no papa pies. <laughs> yeah, no papa pies. All right, let's get this show on the road, shall we? Hi, how you guys doing? My name's Tom Duggan here at the Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, top two guys smoke shop at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. We've got a great show for you today. <clears throat> and you'll notice that I always say I have a great show, even when I don't have a great show. So it's up to you guys to email me and let me know if you think the show was, was great or if you think I was full of crap. Um, but I do think we have a good show today. I want to thank our sponsors before we get there, though. If I can, uh, I can pull this up real quick. Uh, who do we have? Who's our sponsors this week? We have uh, McLennan Real Estate Century 21. Lazy River Products and Drake It, which I keep promising I'm going to get to, but this week I am going to because I'm 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 out. Okay. So if you want, if you need cannabis products, you got to go to Lazy River Products. Actually, it's right there on the. That's pretty good timing. Marsan and Sun Construction, <clears throat> EIS Investigation and Gun Training, Borelli's Deli, where I'm going one way or the other after the show today because I need my hot sausages. Tomo and Shaken Seafood, right here on Broadway, South Broadway in Salem, New Hampshire. Uh, free show to Clear Path for Veterans New England. Uh, also sponsoring the show today, AFC Urgent Care. Uh, and, of course, J, uh, JG's Ice Cream. Free shout out for them. And, of course, Pleasant Valley Landscaping, Dave Id Consoli. He likes it when you say it that way, too. You I have to say Dave I don't Id think Consoli. his mom does. No, he doesn't. No cookies for him. No cookies. Yeah. That's all right. I'm not so, saying it. I want the cookie. So with me today, Dave, <clears throat> Dave, Dave Id Consoli from Pleasant Valley Landscaping. We've been talking the last couple of days about... Um, the trash situation in Methuen, and I've been getting a lot of calls over the last few weeks from people saying, why aren't you beating Perry up? Why aren't you beating up the city council? Look at this stupid trash thing. You're not going to believe how they're screwing us. And the reason I haven't written anything about it is because I really kind of stopped following the, the Methuen city council. Like, I still kind of watch it once in a while, but after the way they treated me, it's like they don't really deserve the ink that I was giving them, so I kind of stopped covering them. But this seems to be a pretty big issue, so I said... You know, I was talking to David Consoli, and he seemed to be all worked up about it. I said, well, you know what, then? You're the guy to come on and educate me and my audience because I didn't follow it. Yeah, it's the, the big the issue. Yeah, it's the yeah. big issue. A lot of people are unhappy, and for the record, I hate it. Really? Yeah, and my, my situation is unique. So um, my residence, I have a driveway that's a little shy of 600 feet long. So every week, my 
my family or myself, whoever's taking out the trash that day, will put a few bags in the trunk, drive down the end of the driveway, put the bags out. If it's recycling, you know, you put the bins in the, mm-hmm. if you have the SUV, you put it in the SUV. If you have the car, you put it in the back seat of the car. These bins that they've passed out in the last couple of weeks are absolutely enormous. And I don't know how the heck I'm going to get that down the driveway, especially in the winter. It's a, you know, almost 600 feet is a length of almost two football fields. So to put that in mm-hmm. perspective, that's going to be a tough, tough uh, issue for me, you know, in, in my residence. But the other pe- everyone else is upset about the amount of trash they could throw away. And to them, I would say, well, you haven't been paying attention like the right. podcast. You know, you, you want to trash Mayor Perry. You know, that's fine. That's your prerogative. But since Neil took office in 2019... He's been warning the, the, the residents of Methuen about this trash crisis. Um, you know, they, if you took the time to attend one of the trash seminars, or if you took the time to read the printed material that was sent out, the, the residents in Methuen would see that we have a major problem with trash. We are the top city in the entire state for tonnage per capita that we throw away. And if you've driven through the city, you'll see on the side of the road, depending upon the section of the city, on trash day, people are throwing away mattresses, furniture, um, couches. Um, there's all kinds of stuff, like shelving, things of that nature. Uh, someone on my street had a TV out there for a week. Mm-hmm. You know, So they're throwing more than they really should. And you know, I would have preferred a little bit more enforcement. I'm not sure what the logistics would be well, on why, that. why are we here? Like, before we, before we get to what the new trash deal is, how did we get here? What was the problem with – I know that the old um, – <clears throat> the, the previous trash collector, there were a lot of complaints. There were a lot of problems. But how did we go from what we had to what the mayor and the city council just did? And by the way, for, for full disclosure, I'm not looking at trash Neil Perry. I was just telling you what people were calling me saying. I know you love him. But, yeah, no, I mean, I think he's a decent mayor. I just don't like him as a person. But I think he's a decent mayor, and I'm happy to give him. I'm happy to give him credit if he did yeah, something good. Yeah, I know there's a, I know there's a personality conflict between the two of you. We've we've been down this road yeah. multiple times. Where I, I even sat here in my right. in uh, my referee yeah when he said he wanted to come and that do was him. 11 months ago today. Right. Oh, wow. And you know, you guys didn't hash things out. But personality aside, he is a phenomenal mayor, and he's a numbers guy. One of the reasons I personally voted for him was he's a businessman. So he inherits this problem, and I, in my opinion, I think the problem came from, this is before the Perry administration, the problem came when the city of Lawrence, Salem, New Hampshire, Haverhill, all the surrounding towns started implementing programs like this, limiting trash, because mm-hmm. they were running into the same problems. So when those cities put those programs into effect, their numbers went down and Methuen's went up. So what does that tell you? That, oh, I got a cousin. They were going to Methuen. I got a cousin in Methuen. I have, you know, a relative in Methuen. You're dropping, you know, trash off at at my aunt's house or whatever. Everybody was bringing their stuff to Methuen. And it's frustrating for me, too, sometimes. I'll I'll go out on my my section of town. I live on the West End near the Drakeet Line. And my trash day is Monday. So I would go to work. I'd put my trash out, okay? And and then um, I'd go to work. And on occasion, I'm like, ah, darn it, I forgot something on my desk. I need, I need a, a contract or a work order or something, you know, in my haste to get out of the house, I forgot to bring it. So I'd run home. And at the curb, with the bags that I put out, somebody's dresser mirror, somebody's toys, uh, part of a swimming pool one time, 
people throwing stuff right on the curb there. Yep. So I think I think it's it's true that they are dumping stuff in Methuen from surrounding communities. But we didn't get the message because this isn't, you know, I in part of the part of the reason why I'm here today is not only that you've been asking me to come on for several months, but but when we started talking about this trash thing, the Facebook community page from Methuen and, and other places, they are destroying the city council and destroying Mayor Perry and complaining about Oh, this trash thing, you've ruined our city. Have you been paying attention the last three years? You've been warned. If we could have corrected the problem in-house and brought our tonnage down and stopped this, I mean, I brought some stuff from one of the, um, from one of the uh, seminars that they, the city had. They had several of these, and if you look at the first, got to put my glasses on. If you look at the first graph that Chrissy has up, um, it shows the, the red line shows the trash tonnage how it went up uh, during COVID, and how on the second graph, how it went down after COVID with the recycling. So, you know, the the trash tonnage is up 28% or 35%, whatever the number is, and recycling is down 5%. So there's a lot of stuff getting thrown in the trash in Methuen. And the other graph that she just put up shows in the red, Methuen is number one per capita in the entire state, it, the average household throws away 1.1 tons of trash a year, which equals 2,400 pounds a year. That's obscene. If you look at a city, and one of the ones that popped out to me is, is Medford. Medford's kind of like a Lawrence-type city. It's a little bit more uh, urban, not suburban. So they're, they're halfway through. They have, they have a population of 19,500 people which is 5,000 people more than Methuen, because Methuen's at 14,741. I mean, I should say households, not population, mm-hmm. excuse me. Okay, and their, their tonnage is 1,587, and ours is 2,408. Wow. It's 30%. Mm-hmm. So they have the, the same type program. So everybody complains about, um, everybody complains about the cost of, you know, well, I'm a taxpayer. Even my wife said to, to me the other day, what's these bins? I'm not hiking those down the driveway. You know, we pay $15,000 a year for our residents in Methuen. That's a, that's, that's a lot of property taxes. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, we don't use the schools. We don't have our road plow because I'm on a state road. So I use, the, you know, the water service, police fire if I need it. And trash is the big thing. But I'm a Catholic boy. I showed that with Dave Abdu that time. Mm-hmm. I'm a rule follower. We got what we deserved. We were warned to knock it off. I wish we went to a different system where we could have bought stickers. So basically you'd get, you know, maybe let's say, for instance, if we had two bags a week that we could throw out, you put a sticker on each bag. And then if you went over, you'd have to pay whatever the number is, $5 a sticker, whatever. But I think Methuen was way behind on letting um, people throw away mattresses, furniture, Appliances. What does someone do though if they've got some appliances and some mattresses that they need to get rid of? What do you do? Well, Methuen has the transfer station off of Huntington Ave. You could get someone to bring it there. You could go to Home Depot and rent a pickup truck for nineteen dollars or a U-Haul, whatever. And you go there as a resident. They put you on the scale, and if it's twenty bucks to get rid of it, you get rid of it. You so know? you're paying to get rid of your trash, no matter what. Now, no, you're paying to get rid of bulk items. Okay. okay? So, you know, that this is why 
you know, if you drive around the Merrimack Valley, even in Plasta, I was doing some work in Plasta the other day, and I was struck by the amount of self-storage places there are. Everyone's building these self-storage places. People have so much junk, mm -hmm. they can't even fit it in their house, and these places are popping up like everywhere. I think they're building another one uh, behind the old uh, walls, Lincoln Mercury in Methuen. It's a, good first, it's a good first world problem. Yeah, it's just people have a lot of stuff. So... <clears throat> And people like to throw away a lot of stuff. You know, every morning I get up, I'm up at 4.30 every morning. I put the news on because I got to watch the weather because, you know, it's my business. And they got those 1-800 junk commercials. Just point at it and we'll come and get it. And those businesses are booming because people have to throw away stuff. The housing market's on fire. Matt McLennan will tell you. They're moving. People are moving in. People are moving out. So what's happening? Every, right. Everybody's throwing stuff out. That's just my opinion on it. Like I said, I'm, I'm not happy about it. But so Methuen got here. Methuen got to where you are because people were abusing the bulk system and it was taxing the trash companies who couldn't make any money, I'm assuming, right? Because there's too much stuff getting thrown well, out for what a, they're being paid. There's a couple things. There's a couple things, too. If, if I, I, my business used to be located in Ward Hill. And on the Ward Hill connector, they have um, an incinerator plant. And I think... In all of eastern Massachusetts, there's only seven incinerator plants. And if you see all that line of trash trucks every day. So, for instance, let's say um, Methuen has an east end route. And the trash truck goes through the route. And people are throwing all this stuff in excess. They, they can't finish their route. So they stop what they're doing. They got to go dump it. And then they got to come back and finish, finish their, their route. route. So as a business person, I understand that. You got to charge more. Right. So the trash is, is going up. So, you know. I don't want to come on here sounding like I'm the Neil Perry defender. but No, this, but if he's right. But this, like, this he is the thing. Like, he if is he, right. If he's right, then let's just call it that way. Look at what this businessman did when he walked in here in 2019. He walked into that police contract mess. He walked into the Judy scandal, I call it, mess, okay? Which we, never gets solved, by the way. Yeah, I, she should be in jail, in my opinion. But but that's another story. But the um, he walked into those two items. Um, we were under receivership. Our oversight is, mm -hmm. is it? We have uh, yep. the yep. CAFO. Yep. We have a, we're under state oversight. And so to, to dig out of that, you, you, you started doing all these audits, you know, DPW, mm -hmm. police, whatever. And he started running this place like a business. And he, he knows the numbers. He's a numbers guy. And, and that's who I elected. You know, I didn't elect, I don't want to, you know, the guy that everybody loves and it's going to be nice to everybody, and everybody's going to look. Yeah, well, we certainly didn't get that. No, I mean you didn't get that. I, he, <laughs> I, I find him very, I find him very approachable. I, I don't know what the what the resolution would have been to to stop this. I would have liked to see more enforcement, like code enforcement, going around saying, "Okay, you can only put this stuff in the trash. You can't be throwing all this stuff." And Chrissy, can you pull up that picture? that they showed in one of the seminars. I think one of the things that bothers... So this okay. is one of the photos that they gave us in, in one of the seminars. And if, and if, you, if you zoom into that, that's just a typical route um, in different parts of the city. Now, that's not the multifamily Arlington district. That's some in the suburbs, some on the east end, um, some on the west end. And if you look at what people are throwing out there, I wish there would have been some pushback and saying, okay, we're not taking this. Or send out, like, I don't know if it's, when, when I say code enforcement, I don't know if that's the health department's purview or if it's, you know, some other it's, inspectional yeah. service to say, okay, we're throwing that out. But I wish there 
could have been, and I, I might be talking out of school here because I don't, I, you know, this is not my forte, but some, some pr protocol into place where the carrier would go out and say, no, we're taking X, Y, and Z, all this stuff gets left and they keep going down the route and take what they had to take and leave the rest. People would have got the message really fast. Mm. You know, if I want to throw out a chest of draws. So we're at this point, I'm cleaning out my basement this weekend. Yeah. You know, I got a bunch of, you know, old things that have like paintings and stuff that are, that are in, down in the basement and, and stuff that have to be put in trash bags and, and thrown out. I'm not throwing furniture and, right, right. and, you know, microwaves and things of that nature out. But there is a few things that I will not be able to get rid of. So we're going to be, um, you know, tearing up cardboard. My wife's a, we call her the recycle Nazi because you can't put a bottle in the wrong place. She pull, oh, no, I got to wash that out and put it in the recycling. So we're really good. Yeah. And from what I understand from these numbers, recycling costs a lot less um, to do than it does for trash. There's... The nationally news reports have said that 9% of what you put in recycling is actually recycled. Right. Okay, so I think that's turned off a lot of people. However... I always thought the recycling thing was a big scam to begin with anyway. I don't know. I mean, I'm just a regular guy. Right. But if that is true, it maybe it turned off the public to recycling. Say, so, you know what? I'm doing all this work. I'm separating everything. I'm washing it. I'm putting in the recycling. Get no benefit. And I'm getting no benefit. However, if you still did it, that you're saving your city a, t a ton of money and your taxes are going to st stay the same. So from what I understand in, in, in these things, this is the first step to not to make our taxes go up. If right. I could reference that photo for a moment. So in, in the, where I'm from in Australia, we would call that sort of trash called hard waste. I don't know if it's the same here. Similar. So we have a twice a year, basically you get a free hard trash pickup, each household is given this by their, their local council. So you can actually call them, you book in your date, and then they will come and they, they give you, like there are certain parameters, you can't yeah. throw away certain things. But that way you have a date where you can put that trash out, but they are dedicated specifically to pick that trash up. And that way it's not affecting well, our in, everyday trash. In Lawrence, we used to call it bulk pickup day. And I think it was like every other month, maybe on a Friday or something, like they had a designated day that wasn't trash day. Yeah, where, they would, where they would pick up, pick up bulk items, mattresses, TVs, right. whatever. Do, yeah. Do you know whether does Methuen have something like this? Or excuse me, that's my son saying. Do you oh. want me to pick up extra trash bins? <laughs> <laughs> Can't. Excuse me. That's all right. It's like, it's like when I interviewed Marcos Devers for his day, all of a sudden he took his phone, he started texting people in the middle of the interview. I'm like, I'm like Marcos, you do realize we're live, well, right? I think, I think this one's time sensitive. He's oh, over yeah. there trying to, <laughs> trying to buy, buy yeah, bins. This, this kid thinks that if we get an extra bin, they're actually going to take it. Yeah. Not, and this is, this, is, this is what's going on. Right. Everybody's freaking out because they think that it's like the one bin. I, don't, I, don't want, I do want another bin. And my needs are different from the average person. I think the average person wants more barrels to throw out more trash. Right. For me, I, I want an extra bin for a different reason. I don't, I'm going to produce the same amount of trash that I've been producing since I built that house 15 years ago. Or 17 years ago. Wow, time's flying. But um, I want to split it. I don't want my wife lifting this heavy thing to throw it in the car to right. get it down the driveway. If it's, if it's half the weight, she could put two of them in. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, that's, that's my need, but it's, it's $100 a year for an extra bin. I think, so I, I think my, my, my problem with all of this, and this is, this is a, I'm a pretty conservative guy, but I do have some liberal leanings, and this is one of them. If we're paying taxes 
If we're paying, we shouldn't have to pay for firefighters. We shouldn't have to pay for trash. We shouldn't have to pay for police. Those are basic municipal services that taxes should pay. And, and the, the, the public should never have to pay for that. I mean, we are the richest country in the world. And again, I know this makes me sound like a liberal because I do have very few liberal leanings, but this is one of them. To make people pay for trash when they're already paying taxes, to me, it just kind of slaps of double, double dipping on the part of the government. The, the government's got millions and millions of dollars they can tap into in all kinds of different funds, whether it's Methuen, Lawrence, wherever. They've got slush funds, community development funds. They've got grants. There's a way that the city could make up for it so that the public doesn't have to pay for extra. And the fact that they didn't do that is, is what's... And I knew nothing about this coming into today, but yeah. but listening to you, so the government that's that's so what bo- the, that the bothers city, me. The city of Methuen's not asking us to pay for trash; they're telling us, you know, the the data shows, and the, you know, the graphs that we we brought here. The data shows that all these communities are doing this, mm-hmm. okay, and the average household should produce X amount of tonnage per year. And we're not. It's not that. It's not that Methuen's a little off. It's not that Methuen's twenty percent off. We're not even freaking close. Right. We're. You know, per capita, we are. Not, there's three hundred and fifty-one cities and towns in in Massachusetts. We're number one. Wow. Okay. Per capita in tonnage that's thrown away. So Tom, this isn't something that, you know, it's just a, a little problem. Mm-hmm. So this is forced down our throat, and it's by. You know, it's our own fault. I mean, I'm going to put myself included because I'm a resident. We've been warned for the last three years. Knock it off because this is causing a problem. Mm -hmm. If you want to put in the police contract, you know, I think think walking into this in 2019, you know, that police contract, everybody was freaking out about that, and then that got resolved. And I don't even think half of the city is aware that that arbitration cost the the city Mm $700,000 to resolve that, and we got it back. Good. They made. Good. They made. I, I saw that meeting. Yeah, they so made them pay it back. Yeah. Well, they so, offered. The superior officers off came and offered. Of course yeah, they we'll, did. We'll, after yeah, we'll after after what they put the city through. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're on the we're on the right path. I just don't. I just don't think people should have to pay for municipal services. If you're paying tax, even if you're not paying tax, if you're an elderly person who's renting, you shouldn't have to be burdened with. Oh my God! If I have an extra bag of trash, I have to pay for it. So they do give you overflow. Um, again. Because then well, what happens if you can't afford it? They don't throw that trash out. It sits in their house until the next week until they, until they can throw yeah. it out. You know what I'm saying? And, and that builds up maybe a hoarding situation. I just I – don't, I don't think – I get where Methuen is, but it seems to me like the, the, the city council and the mayor, whatever you think of them, should have found a way, whether it's community development money, grant money, slush funds. I know he just said that they're $5 million in the black – that they want to pay off the um, yes. They want they want to they want to pay off the state debt and get rid of the CAFO. That's all good stuff. <laughs> but if you've got five million left over and you're paying two and a half million back to the state, how about take a million of that, kick it into the trash fund, so that the average person doesn't have to pay for extra bags? Okay. So if we if we go under that premise, it's still not going to stop everybody bringing stuff in and, and throwing more and right. more in. Okay. So I guess the problem. And listen, I I prefaced one. I prefaced my statements. At the, at the opening by saying, I hate this. Right. I'm not a fan of this system. Right. I, I'm not happy with it. Okay? We do deserve it. So I think the mindset, and I'm not agreeing with it, but the mindset was if we put one, per, one container per household, single-family household, and two per multifamily, whatever, they're going to pick up that container with that arm, and anything else is going to get left there. Mm-hmm. So that's going to stop the people from bringing stuff in 
Will it, or will they just dump it anyway, and it's going to sit there? But I think with and the, it's going to make I, the neighborhoods look like shit. It's going to make the neighborhoods hope, look like the Arlington district. I hope you're wrong. But with the advent, uh, uh, one of the things that I've noticed in, in in my business too, I mean, is people use their ring cameras, their Nest doorbells, mm-hmm. or whatever, and they know when my my people are on their property servicing them. Mm-hmm. So people have cameras everywhere. I'm hoping, and, and I'm not. I'm not well versed on this, but I think Methuen's gravitating to Lawrence's program where mm-hmm. they have they're going to put up cameras all over the city. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that either. Yeah, I I don't have an opinion on That's it. That's the libertarian. I it. don't have an opinion on it either way. Yeah. But maybe if if there is large scale dumping going on, then maybe they can rewind the cameras and find out who the offenders. But I I think this is this is totally by this this program is to stop the other stuff coming in. Mm-hmm. It, it has to stop. I mean, I hate it myself, but how else do you control it? There's got to be another way. Okay. Right? I mean, I'm not, I'm not, a, ge- I'm not a genius in, 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 in trash, but there's got to be another way. So I mean, the city could just pay for it. I mentioned stickers. Yep. Where did I get this idea? Uh, I have a, one of my favorite uncles lived in Needham for many, many, many years. And I remember as far back as, you know, the mid-90s, I'd go visit my Uncle Albert. I love that guy. And I'd say, Uncle Albert, what's these stickers on your on your bags? And he would say, even back then, oh, we got to pay five bucks a bag, right? And a lot of communities have been paying, and Needham's a pretty wealthy community. So I was hopeful that we could get some type of, you know, decal that we could go on so then I could put a trash bag in my trunk and put another one in my trunk, and then if there's something that's not going to leak, you know, I could put it in my backseat and get it to the curb. Because to me, it's all about my situation. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't deal with that driveway. Right. And, and in, in the winter, uh, if we have a snow event, you know, like a, on a Monday or something, when uh, Sunday, and I'm out working, I'll give the driveway a quickie and I'll go to bed. And then my poor wife is left dealing with the trash. I could see her out there with these huge things trying to get it out mm-hmm. of a snow bank. So... I don't know. I don't. I don't have the answer, but we got exactly what they deserve. So anybody wants to comment I, online and give us, you know, I, their when feedback. I, when I posted that this was going to be the topic, we did get one comment from a Lawrence resident. He, he uses Scott Punk. That's not his real name, but he's he's somebody a lot of people know. So he uses a fake name. Uh, he says, "Welcome to Lawrence," because I was talking about how we're going to do it for Methuen. Apparently, Lawrence just did this. He says, "Welcome to Lawrence. We've been doing this for several years with the blue trash bins. If you need overflow bags." They cost about 11 bucks for five bags, so it was cheaper for my family to get another trash bin, which cost $140 every year. So I guess you're leasing the, the bin? You're not even buying the bin for $140 no, a year? No, no, you're the, no you, the bin's free. Uh, oh. The bins are free if you want an additional one. So let's say, I have a, let's say you have a family of four in your, in your house. You get one bin, one thing. So uh, let's say my parents, my parents are elderly. They're going to come and live with me. So now I got six people in the house. So I would apply for another bin, and it's $100 a year. All right. For an so in Lawrence, it's 140 so they're soaking Lawrence. He says, this is Lawrence. Looks like Methuen will have, prices, will have their prices be about the same as Lawrence. For those of you in Methuen, welcome to your new trash pickup. It's the begin, uh, in, in the beginning, you will find yourself stepping and squishing every trash bag you put in the bin to get them all to fit. After weeks of doing that, you will finally get sick of doing all that and buy the second bin, which is what they want. Any any bag not in the bin, they will they will not take. It is an overflow bag that you have to buy. Have fun because it sucks. And I, I, I got maybe 
25 comments just like that when it when the new trash yeah, can first Yeah, I'm hit. not well versed on the overflow <clears throat> bag, but it's like five bucks or, wh- or whatever it is. Again, I'm I'm not thrilled with it either, but what's the solution? They have been asking. I, I think the guy's name is Joe Cosgrove. I know Joe, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know him, but Joe Cosgrove is the guy that came up with the study and did all the legwork on mm-hmm. this. It seems like a nice enough guy. Yeah. I watched, he's been around forever. I watched one of his shows on M- M- MCTV, mm-hmm. and he was explaining this, and I'm like, oh, God, I hope this doesn't come to fruition. But he's he's dead on. And, and I mean, everybody's focused on, you know, all oh, my trash, this and that, but we got to right the ship. Whether you love Neil Perry, whether you hate him, whether you love this city council, whether you hate them, we're, we're moving in the right direction. Do you remember what our bond rating was? That was horrible. It was like a four or a five, yeah. and we're up almost yeah, to a I know, one I know, now. I know Neil, Neil so, brought it up. So the bond rating, you know, people in, in the average the average citizen in Methuen doesn't even know what our bond rating is right. and how important it is. Right. So you know, we're paying off the the two point five million for that overrun. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can get rid of the uh, the oversight from the state. And that's just another step. This is another step in 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 the um, in the right direction. However, it's close. It's a step that's right at your front door. Right, it's close yeah, to right, home, and, right. and no one's happy about it. Yeah. So now I, I will say that we need to give. If we're going to give Neil Perry credit for this, which he deserves, we should also give Ali Safi because and, yeah, she's Allie, great. Your district councilor in the West, Ali Safi. Whom, by the way, I really like. We don't talk about her that much because she doesn't. She's not one of the grandstanders that sits at that council. Um, from day one, the trash issue was her number one issue. Even with the first time she ran, trash was her number one issue. She they she set she set up a committee, a trash talk committee, um, and they had all kinds of meetings with the public. and And I think she deserves a little bit. Of, in fact, a lot of credit. Yeah, she's too, done a great job. It's it's hard to fall. I don't watch a lot of city council meetings. They're tough to get uh, through. Yeah, because there's a lot of there's a lot of discord. There's a lot of grandstanding. Um, whether you like or dislike Councilor Saber. Um, there's a, there's a lot of talking, and Jessica, who I think means well, she she just drags on a long time with her comments. Mm-hmm. But you know, I love Eunice Ziegler. I hope someday she runs for mayor. I just I think she's Eunice would be a great mayor. Yeah, I don't agree with a lot of her politics. She's a little left for me. I'm I'm, I'm a Republican. It's all the Black Lives Matter stuff. If you remove that, she'd be a great mayor. She's an amazing person. Yes, she is. You know? and she's and, a nice person. She's a nice person, and Eunice conducts herself. The way I want someone representing me to conduct themselves. Right. Okay. And, and I think everybody means well, but it's hard to sit through all that. So when I don't know what Allison Safi's doing, she pretty mm-hmm. much does her work. Mm-hmm. You know, she comes to the city council meeting, she does her work. She and she doesn't her pat vote. herself in the back. Yeah. And so, she never calls me and says, hey, guess what I did today? Can you write a story as some other councils yeah. do? And, and, and I kind of almost wish she would because she actually does do work. And then someone's throwing a salvo at Mayor Perry. Mayor Perry salvoing back. And, right. and it's just going you know, back and forth. And, right. and after that, you just throw your hands up and, and, you, and, and you don't finish, finish the meeting. But I'm hoping that they all agree that we need to get that bond rating back up to mm-hmm. you know, one. Mm-hmm. A1, what do they call it? A1? One? A plus one yeah, a, something like that. Yeah, A1 I think we're at. Double A plus. Yeah, we're at, we're at A1 now right. from A4. Right. So that's, that's – And what most people don't know is the, the bond rating, the reason why the bond rating is important is because that determines what your interest rate is going to be if you borrow money. Correct. So if, if, if something happens and a school catches fire tomorrow – and they've got to build a new school, and they've got to kick in local money, you're, and they've got to borrow. Obviously, they can't just come up with $30 million, $130 million out of the – they have to borrow money. The amount of money that 
the city's going to pay back, the interest rate is going to be determined by what your bond rating is. Correct. And so that makes and it, you know, so the higher, the better the bond rating, the the more stuff the city can get done, any city. And the average citizen doesn't understand that. They're, right. they're like, what about me? What about me? What about right. me? One of, one of my beefs at my commercial building is we need road improvements. I have been in Pat Bauer's ear for two years now, mm-hmm. and he's been holding me at arm's length. And come to find out, they, they have this new project going up at the end of the street, and the city engineer and Pat Bauer, the DPW director, worked in those road improvements for the people who are building this monster warehouse or whatever. So I'm going to get the improvements that we need mm-hmm. as, a, as a construction company on that street because the traffic is there and the street's narrow, and the city's not going to have to foot the bill. So I guess they're a little smarter than I am because I've been like, hey, when are we going to get this done? You know, And they're like, yeah, just, yeah. you know, we're working on it. You know, So they, they know what they're doing. You just have to put a little trust and you have to have a little patience. But again, I wish I, you know, I wish there was some kind of exemption where I could buy stickers and put bags mm-hmm. for the for the end of my driveway. But those those photos are I just wish I just wish people didn't have to pay for trash when they're already paying taxes. That's that's my big thing. It just seems like the city should be able to find a way for basic municipal services, schools, police, fire, trash. People shouldn't have to. Guys okay. like you pay how much? How much do you pay in taxes a year? To Methuen? Property taxes? It depends on commercial. Or, uh, I pay a lot. Like, I, I think you said like fifteen to 16000 something 15, like that. 15000 for my residence. You know, there's more from my thing. My pet peeve is the excise tax. Yeah. I got, I think I have some anywhere between 14 and 18 vehicles oh, registered in Methuen. So you get killed. Yeah, and, and my problem is if you drive around the city, there's other businesses that are in Methuen, and they're all registered in New Hampshire, right. and there's no enforcement, and that goes right up my, my mm-hmm. backside. Like, come on, guys. I'm, I'm doing the right thing. I'm always trying to do the right thing, and I'm going to do the right thing by this trash thing. And I'm, I, like I said, I'm a rule follower. See, but if the, city, if the city followed the broken windows theory, right, if they took care of things like that, like landscapers in Methuen who are registering their vehicles in New Hampshire, if they cracked down on that, there'd be plenty of money to pay for trash. But I don't want to defend the, the city either, but, you know— uh, one of the guys I want to mention is, is Bill DePardo from Inspectional Services. Good guy. Billy's a good guy. He helped Great me guy. out. He I helped knew his me dad out. really well. He helped me out on a couple issues I had. In, you know, I call him, very responsive. We're turning back. But every time I saw Mr. DePardo in, trying to help me with a complaint, the guy was freaking buried. Mm. His workload, they, they couldn't keep up with anything. So I'm going under the assumption that all departments are stretched. I, right. you, know how many, you know how many complaints I hear from just average people doing stuff around the city? They're always complaining about the building inspector's office. And I get it. They're probably shorthanded. They're mm. probably overwhelmed. You know, I, I've had good experiences with them. But, you know, people's expectations. We're, we live in a drive-through society. Everybody wants to snap their fingers. Right. And I want service, service now. Right. But, you know, we're, we're moving in the right direction. I'm tired of watching your podcast trash in my city because you don't like the city council or you don't like my mayor. Well, I don't trash I, the city. Oh, I don't trash on. the city. And, I, and I've said, and I've said, even said it three times today, whether I like Neil or not, you give them credit where credit is due. Whether I like the city council or not, you give them credit where credit is due. Even Steve Saber, if he does something good, we'll give him credit where credit yeah, is due. But people can't seem to overlook the fact that I don't like some of these people. It's always got to get thrown into the conversation. Yeah, I wish the council would, would get past this, you know, this salvo throwing back and forth. You know, if Steve Saber's a numbers guy and he ends up being our next mayor or God Eunice, help us all. well, whatever, Eunice or whatever, I hope they, I hope they're business people mm-hmm. and can run it mm-hmm. and keep this trajectory that we're on. Cause we were in a really bad place. Yeah. Um, when, when Mayor Zanny left. Yeah. 
So every, everybody, everyone's running for mayor next year. Yeah, everybody. What do you mean everybody? DJ Beauregard's going to run. You know, Jessica's going to run. I'm pretty sure Eunice is probably going to run, when, who will probably be... Who will probably be my favorite candidate, depending on who else There's gets no in. There's no Republicans. They're all Democrats. Yeah, like if a Jana Natale jumped in, obviously I would I would not only campaign for her, but I would run her campaign. Um, or or Jana, Jana Zani Pesci. If Jana Zani Pesci ran, I would I would support her. Um, but there's going to be you're going to have at least five to eight candidates or more in that primary, and it's going to really come down to next year who's got the biggest base. You know? Yeah, and they're all Democrats. I mean, I, I like to stop my own political yeah, there's, party. There's no conservatives in Methuen at all. I like to stop my own political party called <laughs> CSI, Common Sense Independence. Because, you know, when Dave Garofalo just walked through here and said his guy lost in New Hampshire, that was Chuck Morse, mm-hmm. he's the Republican that wanted to go up against Maggie Hassan. Mm-hmm. And he's 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 kind of somewhat moderate Republican, and they just he just lost the primary. To a right-wing, hardcore Trump guy, right. he's going to get smoked by. I don't Ma- know. I don't. Uh, not in New Hampshire. We'll, we'll see. But he's going to get smoked by Maggie Hassan because she's know. the incumbent. Okay, she hasn't done a terrible job, but it's always far left or far right. Moderates mm. never make it. Yeah, they never make it. And like I said before, that's where all the smart decisions are made. Right. You know, we got Mara Healy and Jeff Deal. Right. It's the same thing. Okay. Right. You Jeff gotta- Deal. They keep saying Trump, 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 Trump. Right. He's toast. I agree with that in Mass because Mass it's a communist state. I mean they 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 don't vote, they don't vote for Republicans unless you're a Republican who campaigns like a Democrat, like Charlie Baker, right? Charlie Baker's with us conservatives maybe forty percent of the time. Yeah, that's why he won. But Jeff's not there, and I think in New, although I think in New Hampshire, I th- I think that um, and what's his name, General, the guy that Don won Bulldog. last night, Don, Don Bulldog. I think he. I still think he has a shot. I think there's a lot of people who don't care that Trump is with him, who don't care about, who aren't triggered by Trump in New Hampshire, moderates and, I just, and conservatives. I think he's at least got a shot. Maggie Hassan's done a horrible job. Yeah, but Donald Trump. She's no Gene Shaheen. Donald Trump needs to go away. I mean, it's it's enough is enough. In a perfect world, he would step aside and let and let the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, run, and he would back Ron DeSantis, and Ron would be a great a great president. But I, I unfortunately, I, I think, think Trump's going to run, and it's going to be back where we started. I'm frustrated because I I mean I love this country like anyone else, but I just think moderates. I'd like to vote for a moderate Democrat. Mm-hmm. I'd like to vote for a moderate Republican. Yeah, there, there I'd like to, I'd like to cross party lines, but this woke crap that's going on, and then you got the hard you know the hard right on the other side. There's, there's, it's so divisive and it's yeah. so polarizing. Is mm-hmm. that the word I want to use? Mm-hmm. Polarizing on each end. Right. You just can't, you just can't get anything done. Well, it's hard to negotiate with somebody and work with someone when they're on TV calling you Hitler every day, right? Yeah. Like if you're a right wing conservative, how do you sit down with a Nancy Pelosi when she's on TV calling you Hitler, right? Yeah. So when you've got the far right and the far left, it makes it impossible to get anything done. But is that a bad thing? Because to me, the less government does, the better. Whenever there, whenever, whenever I see that a bipartisan bill comes out, I get scared. When Democrats and Republicans at the federal, not at the, at the state level, it's different. At the federal level, if the if the if the Republicans and the Democrats are agreeing on something, I get very worried. I get really worried because they're not passing moderate legislation. They're all just selling each other. How out. do we get from trash talk to the right, national? I know you brought it, to you the, brought yeah, it to the national level. We got a minute left. Yeah. Were you happy with the elect the the primary elections last week? Um, I pulled a Republican ballot. You did. Um, yeah, I, they kind of gave me the, the uh, oh, Republican, you know, when I went to the polls. And then they couldn't find me on the rolls. And I said to the woman, do you want my ID? She said, we can't ask for it. Oh, isn't that outrageous? So don't get me started on that. What yeah. do you mean? You, she said, you can offer it, but we can't ask for it. Right. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. I have to show my ID for a stupid. 
my son Joseph had a $2.30 credit that he put under my name at Home Depot. I had to show my driver's license to cash in $2.30 when I was buying some nuts right. and bolts. Well, they always but, say voter but, ID is racist, but drive through Lawrence on, on payday, and you see all of those very poor, very dark-skinned people standing outside um, liquor stores, nightclubs, all with their IDs. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the what the thought process is behind that. Well, they want more. They want more fraud. That's that, why the Democrats are against voter ID. They want more fraud because it benefits them. Yeah. So I don't know if Mara Healy comes and looks at my trash cans and says yeah. <laughs> and says I'm gonna I'm gonna change that for you. Then maybe she'll get my if vote. If Mara Healy wins, <laughs> other if, than that, <laughs> if Mara Healy wins, I'm two years away from moving to New Hampshire. You know, you, you're not the only person that's told me that. A yeah. lot of people have said. Um, one of the big things that they're talking about, and uh, sorry, Chrissy, but, but one of the big things they're talking about is this California mandate where you have to all go to electric vehicles by 2035. It's insane. And you've seen with the wildfires and other things going on out there that the grid is overwhelmed mm-hmm. and that they're prohibiting people from charging their cars at all. All along, there was counties in Southern California that didn't allow you to charge your cars during the daytime. You had to do it overnight. Massachusetts is following suit where it's all got to be electric cars. Um, you know, they're hoping by 2050 or whatever in, in electric uh, equipment by 2035. The MBTA spent $80 million on electric buses and then found out in year one that when the temperature's below 30 degrees, they only run for two hours because it's so cold, the batteries can't handle That's it. what happens when you govern based on fantasy. When you govern based on fantasy, so, oh, global warming. Listen, global warming is 3,000 years away. Let's deal with... Let's deal with the problems in the country now. So I'll tell you what. As much as I love Methuen, and I'm always coming on here saying my hometown, I love you know I like my mayor, I like my city council, you know I, I like my community. If they ram electric cars, electric trucks, electric lawnmowers, all this stuff down my throat, I will be living next door to you in New Hampshire because mm-hmm. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I am. <coughs> I hung in. Excuse me, I hung in as long as I possibly could in Massachusetts. But if Maura Healy wins, and I'm pretty sure she's going to win. I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I mean, I live in I live in what I think is the greatest town in, in the country. I live in North Andover, Massachusetts. I live in North Andover. I love North Andover. But North Andover has taken a far left turn. And they're doing all the same stupid shit that all the other maybe, liberal left-wing... Maybe you should pick on North Andover instead of my mayor. I have. Didn't we just do a whole show on oh, North Andover you? a couple right. weeks ago? In, yeah. Instead of my mayor, my yeah. city no, council. No, listen, I, I, ripped on the, I ripped on the board. I made a board of selectmen resign. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I must have missed that show. The guy was living in Algonquit. Sold his house in North Andover, kept showing up at board meetings, and he was on the planning board in Gunquart, Maine. Oh. So, anyways. All right, well, thank you for having me for Trash Talk, Appreciate Chrissy. you being here, and we want to thank uh, Ali Safi, too, for coming up with the Trash Talk stuff. And She's done a great job. You can't take it away from her, that's for sure. She works hard, and she's not a grandstander. Let's thank, uh, let's thank Borelli's Deli, Shaken Seafood, AFC Urgent Care, Pleasant Valley Landscaping, JG's Ice Cream, McLennan Real Estate, and Lazy River Products. Don't forget EIS Investigation Gun Training and Marshall and Stunt Construction. Thank you, Chrissy. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.